Ahoy hoy. Hello. Uh, there, there, there you are. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to the Escalator to Nowhere, a Simpsons podcast with Robert and Caitlin. I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. And I am a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I'm learning. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Did we settle into a new opening catchphrase? You are learning. Yes. <laughs> that's very good. We haven't gotten there yet, if anybody's confused. No, we're, we haven't. But that's, you know what, that's... that's. But I will live and die by Ralph Wiggum. Uh, well, this is true. We, we've already established it. Uh, Ralph is your favorite character. He and, is. God uh, bless. You're going to be really. I miss him. You're going to be really excited at one of the Christmas presents I got you. Oh, oh boy! It's December the 14th, by the way, when we're recording this. Yes, hello. After December 25th, be sure to ask us if Caitlin loved her present. <laughs> Maybe we'll post it on the Instagram. So we are today. Oh yeah, we probably will. I, I actually plan on our Instagram to post all of our Simpsons themes themed gifts. Okay. I'm guessing you got me at least one. If you didn't, that's okay. I did. But I got I you 10, one. I percent did. Okay. I got you a couple actually. Oh wow. Uh, so, anyways, oh, we're doing a podcast. Um, <laughs> today we are in season one, episode four. The episode title is "There's No Disgrace Like." home and we got a lot to talk about with this episode I right i keep wanting to call it there's no disgrace like homer but that's oh, not the name yeah. of it yeah i can see why i mean after all the last episode was homer's odyssey yeah. and uh that's a very cerebral joke uh so far as the simpsons are concerned i would say what homer's odyssey yeah okay just because homer's odyssey is by homer right, right. I will also confess. Just so I literally just got that oh, right there now. There she goes. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, he went on a journey." <laughs> oh. oh. So let let me just tell you. Like, you should have called it Homer's Iliad. <laughs> well, that would have been sort of the same thing, I guess. But yeah. Oh, oh look who's back! Guest. Olive is back. So, anyways, um, uh, we are uh, looking at season one, episode four. There's no disgrace like home, and. We have here some basic facts for you. Okay, yes. I'm just going to read them off real quick. The production code for this episode was 7G04. 7G. That's right. I learned Sector it. 7G04. Uh, it was written by Al Jean and our good friend Mike Reese. Oh. I don't know Mike Reese, but I did buy Robert a book by Mike Reese. Caitlin bought me Springfield Confidential several I years did. ago. I enjoyed it, except for the part where he hated the play Mr. Burns. We'll talk about that on a bonus episode. Bonus episode. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, it was written by them. Directed by Greg, with two Gs, Vanzo, and Kent Butterworth, not related to the lady that lives in your refrigerator. <laughs> Uh-oh. Original air date. Uh, if Kent Butterworth, I don't, I don't know. I but think it's Buttersworth. The lady that lives in your refrigerator li- is oh, Buttersworth. Oh, no, it's Butterworth. It is? Because it's Mrs. Butterworth's... Uh, with, oh. with the apostrophe. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, Man, I, I was not expecting that at all. I got you. All. I got you. And, uh, the original air date for this was one, or I'm sorry, eight days after Robert's sixth birthday, January 28th, 1990. Oh, they're on a regular schedule now. Yes, they That's are. Good. That's yes. good. That's all I got. Okay. So. <laughs> Olive's like, what the fuck? <laughs> This cat. <laughs> so the synopsis for the episode from uh, the Simpsons on fandom.com is, or the Simpsons wiki, excuse me, on fandom.com is really straightforward, is very short. 
Homer takes his family to Dr. Marvin Monroe, an unorthodox counselor who uses shock therapy to quote-unquote cure them. Okay, giving it away kind of lingering right in the right in the synopsis. Yeah, I I mean the uh, this synopsis is really unsatisfactory for me because it doesn't describe basically anything that happens until the final act of this. So, yeah, um a, a quick update. Robert, you are mm-hmm. correct. It is Mrs. Butter Butterworth, mm-hmm. not Buttersworth, which That's is what right. I thought it was. <laughs> okay. Did you just look that up? I absolutely did. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll begin with the opening credits. Uh, the opening credits are the standard opening credits we've seen for the past several. Yeah, I have a question. Okay. And I told you this. You did. Yeah. Is the band class mixed grades? Because oh, uh, okay. Lisa go ahead. is in the band, mm-hmm. but also in band are Sherry and Terry and Millhouse. You know, I have to say, I, I assume that the band is mixed grades because every band or choir that I've ever been in has been a mixed grade. Really? That's very interesting because I had the exact That's opposite Olive. experience. Sorry, everybody. Olive is putting her butt on Mike, Mike, Michael <laughs> Robert's microphone. Your husband Robert's <laughs> microphone. I, yeah. Anyways, because uh, I noticed that in the opening credits. Also, Lisa still has her stupid banjo case and her hat on. Yes, she does. And Homer falls off the sofa. That's the sofa gag. Sorry, everybody. I'm going to adjust my microphone very quick. There we go. Oh, good job. Okay. Um, the, the chalkboard gag was, I will not burp in class. Eh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Fine. I mean, we burp on this, on this podcast yes. all the time in the four that we've done. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, but anyways, that was something I noticed that I did not click with me until just now. Mm-hmm. And by that, just now, I mean, as we were watching the episode. Right. That there are mixed grades in the class. In band. Oh, <laughs> correct. So, Caitlin said that uh, t- she did turn to me and tell me that she had something in the credits. Uh, but I have something in the opening scene. So, the opening scene for this is that Homer is taking his family... Uh, to Mr. Burns' annual company picnic. And he's very excited because Mr. Burns told him at some point that he really loved Marge's jello dish. Yes. And uh, we have a jello dish story. Yes. Don't we? Uh, I'm not sure what what you're going to talk about, but I'm going to talk about my mother's love of making congealed salads. Oh, we have two jello dish <laughs> stories. Okay. Well, you go first. I was just going to mention that like at every Thanksgiving, every Christmas, my mom insists on making. Uh, uh, there we go. Uh, um, Sorry. Thank you. Congealed salads. And rightfully so, because that shit is delicious. Some of them are good, in my opinion. Some of them are not so good, in my opinion. The green one, not great. (laughs) The strawberry pretzel one, pretty good. There's a woman on YouTube. I don't know if you've seen her. Uh, She has a whole channel about making Minnesota salads that aren't actually salads. (laughs) No, I haven't seen this lady. You haven't seen her? Oh, yeah. And like congealed salads, I think, would be right up her alley. Okay. 
And so, like, she throws, like, apples and pretzels and chocolate and beef tips or whatever. I mean, that's, I'm making that up. But, like, it's a whole bunch of crap together with mayonnaise or whatever uh, to make a quote-unquote salad. And so, anyways, you should look her up. Uh, (laughs) Oh, I had no idea this person existed, so that's... That's exciting. So first of all, I grew up with congealed salads as well, and I really love them. We are, I feel like it's a Southern thing. Oh, yeah. I, I, I feel like it is as well. But um, what I was getting at is that uh, Homer goes back and looks at Marge's uh, dish of marshmallows in the gelatin. And what I wrote down was marshmallow aspic. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. I know where you're going with this now. Okay, so, go ahead. Uh, dear listeners, if you are not familiar with aspic, uh, aspic is basically a jello salad of sorts that often includes, uh, to my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, savory elements. I believe that's correct. And so this, like, this is the sort of thing that when you look at a 1950s or 1960s cookbook, and you're like, why the fuck would you put that in gelatin? That might be the first F-bomb I dropped on this podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, it's probably aspic. Yeah, so the Oxford English Dictionary defines aspic as a savory jelly made with meat stock, set in a mold, and used to contain um, meat, pieces of meat, seafood, or eggs. So Caitlin and I, early in our relationship, encountered aspic. Yes, we did. And... Uh, to our friends Rob and Diane, if you happen to hear this, <laughs> I think it's very unlikely. I think it's extremely unlikely, but uh, we we miss you thoroughly enjoyed ourselves, and we received your Christmas card. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, uh, we went over to uh, a couple of people, or excuse me, a woman who worked with Caitlin, and uh, they invited us over to their house for a dinner, and it was a very lovely dinner. But I sat down at the table and there was jello like as the main like as a main course option yeah yeah i think she had dished it up beforehand and put it in a bowl yeah so it was it it wasn't really like a main course right but like a a A side dish yeah an appetizer side dish kind of deal that was there when i sat at the table right and i was like oh okay so there's gonna be jello for dessert i mean i ain't mad about it i like jello and Anyway, they then passed around when we sat down a dish that, uh, and uh, uh, Diane says, this is for that, and points to the Jello. And that thing got around to me, and I was like, okay, this is a cream sauce, but looking at it, you could plainly see that there was dill, like dill in it. And I went, okay, this is definitely not what I think <laughs> it is. There's no way that someone's going to put dill on top of this. And so I put some on there. I didn't know what to do with it. Otherwise, took a bite out of it. There was onions in that thing. <laughs> there was uh, celery. celery in it. I think there was pickles. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that. sure. It was a tomato-based jello with shit in it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I I did... This, this was a lady that worked with me... She's in her 80s. God bless. Like, Let's be very clear. This Caitlin meal, hates tomatoes. I hate tomatoes. I don't mind tomato-based things, so that wasn't my biggest struggle with uh-huh. this. It was just the blend of crunch, <laughs> crunch and gel and like 
Oh, it was it was weird. I'm pretty y'all, sure you ate the remainder of what I left I on my plate. I, y'all, first of all, everyone here should, should know. I love weird shit, and I love weird art, and I love weird food. All of it, I really, really love, and I loved that aspect. Just- we should we should be so honored because Diane hates cooking and, <laughs> hey, that whole- and she made an entire meal for us so thank you diane if you are listening you, to this you, we diane. still remember we with sure fond do. memories and, and love it and we also remember that you were so delighted to report to us that on top of the escalloped <laughs> potatoes was cornflakes <laughs> the escalloped potatoes oh i said it robert has a struggle scalloped potatoes anyways <laughs> all that to say is that marge is a jello expert apparently marge is a jello expert and uh we uh, find out that after homer says to her that they're going to go get uh or take the jello they get in the car and homer's wearing by the by this sort of like weird ring rugby jersey shirt yes i thought he was gonna go play rugby at the beginning of the episode <laughs> in fact i wrote down what is homer wearing yeah <laughs> Uh, they get in the car, and you can see that every one of them is holding and all the family. You can see Maggie through the the Jello. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, in fact, a note in the book is the colors of Jello that they bring. They are bringing. Hold on, let oh, me. Oh, Caitlin's getting the book. The book. So is, yeah, they're, they're all. The book is Simpsons World: The Ultimate Episode Guide, seasons one through twenty. We have talked about it before. Every one of them is holding this mold of Jello. I'm a I'm a historian. I have to do the citations. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Ugh. There you go. Haul it over. Don't Ding. hit the microphone this time. <laughs> Forget about that. Uh, things you may have missed. Red, purple, green, and blue are the colors of jello molds that Marge is bringing to the picnic. I did notice. Thank you, Simpsons episode guide. Um, so they all have their... Uh, just leave it open. You're going to refresh That's smart. Sure. Yeah, good, good <laughs> call. Um, anyway, yes, I did notice that. I did notice it. So we get up into this Book. episode and we roll up and we see something that I don't think we've seen before. And this is going to be a major player. As a matter of fact, you might even have it in your Simpsons tapped out game. We see Burns Manor. I don't have that yet. Oh, she I started playing tapped out. Um, that can also be a, a, a bonus episode. Oh, man. That bonus episode <laughs> Caitlin's is tapped out me prog- shitting progress. on that whole game. <laughs> Well, you know, you just got to be patient. I wanted it to be Sim City, and it just wasn't. Oh, no, no, no. Anyway, so we see Burns Manor, and of course, on the gate at Burns Manor are a bunch of warning signs, which is, by the way, as far as I can tell, uncharacteristic of later episodes. Burns doesn't give you warning if you get on the property. Poachers will be shot. Yeah, he just, that's right. Yeah, that's what he says. uh, On the sign, or the sign says. Yes. Um, uh, He just releases the hounds, which he will eventually do in this episode. But we uh, see them come up, and hey, look who's looking kind of normal as we uh, move along in the episode. It's Smithers. Smithers. He's still in his awkward teen phase. <laughs> he is, but I wrote this down. I think, I think that this is worth noting. Um, Smithers does still kind of look, look like his awkward teen or early, like early series look. However... Mr. Burns looks pretty much polished. He does, but he does not sound anything like he does now. No. Or by now, I mean like season eight. Uh, And something that I also noticed, by the way, is that uh, the plant worker who is talking to Mr. Burns when we see him first Mm -hmm. uh, does not look like, but sounds 
It's definitely Carl's voice, as oh. in Lenny and Carl. Did not notice that, but when you said that, I was like, it's either Lenny or Carl. Uh-huh. Cool. So, uh, Mr. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Homer comes up, and as, as they're walking up towards the uh, uh, Burns Manor, he says something that is basically the theme of, I think, not only this episode, but the real quality years of The Simpsons. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to read it. I don't know if it's in the big book, but I'm going to read it. Homer says, as far as anyone knows, we're a nice, normal family. Right. And we, we talked a little bit about this in either the pilot, or not the pilot, but the trailer or the uh, first episode. But, you know, the Simpsons were scandalous in their time frame mm-hmm. because they present the American family as... It, Imperfect. Yeah. It, it Like, as it really... Right. Is. So, like, I'm, I'm just thinking about this in context. And, like, one of the most popular shows on TV at the time, mm-hmm. which I believe premiered in 1987. I'm not sure. I can look it up. The Full House. Uh-huh. Like, they're unconventional in the sense of their structure in terms of uncles living under the same roof with them. Yeah. Like, uncles living in the attic yeah, with their a, wives. A mixed family in yeah. one household sort of but, deal. But, like, it's such a saccharine, sweet, like, yeah, it premiered in um, 1987. So, I'm, it's the same world that Full House is thriving in. But also, you have this, like, complete, I would say, like, chaotic neutral on the other end of the spectrum. Being and, the and then you have the, uh, you have the chaotic evil that will come up in a couple of years, which is married with children. Right. Uh, which that I is, also love. That is something that is also not in my wheelhouse whatsoever. Oh man, that's so. There's a lot. Should we have done a married with children podcast instead? <laughs> <laughs> uh, after we get through the thirty plus years yeah, of Simpsons, okay. we'll move on that. Uh, but you know, like as we, I will say, like looking at these, you know these these episodes, uh, especially with the ones that I know. I don't really know Full House, but I know Simpsons and I know Married with Children, like. We, we find in these controversial, quote-unquote, series that there are things in 2021, you know, we're recording this in December 2021, that are not okay. Like, not, I, mean, I, don't, I don't want to use the phrase PC. I mean to say that there are things that are not okay to present or show and talk about, you know. In this episode? Not in this episode. No, oh. but they will come up. I mean, we'll, we will eventually, at some point, have to tackle the notion of Apu. And oh, yeah. The, the question has been put forward, you know, what's wrong with Apu? There's and a whole documentary about it. Exactly. Is that the title of it, by the way? Anyway. Something like. Something along the lines of what's wrong with Apu. And... Uh, We'll just, you know, we'll have to approach that as we... The problem with that poo. The problem with that poo. And so we'll just have to approach it as we get to it. And yeah. hopefully in the future we'll do a bonus episode right. about that documentary. Yes. Anyway, we're uh, diverting from the We're episode. saying those things out loud so we know to write them down later. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We do have our little episode notes in front of us as we're doing this. We, so. we do, but our bonus episode list is developing, so... So There's what, another one. What's your next note? I, I, the next note I have is kind of a, a just passive thing. About the congealed style. Oh, I have Smithers has blue hair. Then there's so much jello. <laughs> yeah, because right. I guess it's like when 
you're, I don't know, like 15 and you really love something like for me, it was classic TV and like, mm-hmm. I love Lucy that becomes your personality for the rest of your life for some people. Uh-huh. And I feel like Mr. Burns mentioned to somebody, I really love Jello. And then everybody at the plant brings Jello to the picnic. I think you are writing a note when Mr. Burns said this. Mr. Burns actually says, some idiot told somebody that I oh, love this. Okay. So, so that's why they have the giant. Uh, it's not just a table. It's several tables. It's a lot. It's Jell-O. a lot of Jello, And it's all just... Uh, wiggling over over there <laughs> yeah, they, pan in a out, very... they pan over and it's like just tables and tables of yes. jello molds mr Burns, is... who by the way looks very good very much like he will in later episodes and the jello looks very much season one so <laughs> it's, oh, it's, okay. it's kind of a funny dichotomy to me i did not know jello was such a major player in the simpsons later uh, on, so. it's really not but okay <laughs> <laughs> however it, it, it does play later on marge's jello uh, does come up later on. Uh, okay. I don't remember what episode, but I'm pretty sure there's macaroni and jello at some point. Okay, great. Good. But uh, it um, reminds me of a Golden Girls quote. Uh-huh. Uh, if God wanted peaches to be suspended in midair, he would have filled them with helium. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Who, wait, which which character said that? Sophia. Ah. Uh, yep. That sounds like a Sophia. Cannot quote the ep- cannot quote the exact episode, but that is. See, I know some stuff about the Golden Girls. I yeah, okay. <laughs> so the, the next note that I have is just is just happy little elves. Uh, yep. You noted you noted them in the last episode, I think, or no, maybe it was the, uh, Simpsons roasting. Oh, okay. So yeah. first episode, uh, and you didn't name them. I'm just going to go ahead and name them for you. They're called the Happy Little Elves. Oh. Okay. They're a stupid kids TV show that is off and around. However. Even though Happy Little Elves is in this episode when they drop Maggie off at, I at guess the, the nursery. Yeah, or, yeah. or whatever. Uh, we do later on see the program that you expected to see them watching on TV in Simpsons Roasting. Itchy, scra- itchy and Scratchy. Yeah. Yes. They, they, so we'll yeah. get there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So um, essentially, Bart, or I'm sorry, essentially, Homer is very concerned about being embarrassed um, mm-hmm. by his family at this picnic. Yeah. Which is hilarious because I feel like he's the one embarrassing his family the whole time doing other stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, he's very concerned with that. And to the point where, like, they get there and then Bart and Lisa are running around. At one point, Lisa's in the fountain, like, spitting (laughs) water out and just running amok. Yeah, we we have this crazy reversal of roles so far as my understanding of the simpsons and just to be clear i don't think of myself as a simpsons expert i just really love them and i have watched the first 10 12 seasons over and over and over again but here we see there's a later episode called homer the smithers and here i think we see homer the marge okay and so marge is constantly wanting the family to look good to behave well especially in front of other people yeah so if we think about a later episode uh the mysterious voyage of homer the chili pepper episode yes uh then this is one that caitlin is because Uh, we watched it a million times uh, uh. sorry (laughs) 
As we've said a few times on this podcast, we're part of drinking our, beer. Is <laughs> drink some beer, and we just ate some pizza too. So I'm like extra gassy. So uh, that being said, like we we constantly see Marge trying to rope in the family, right, and make them behave correctly. And later on with Homer the heretic, we see them we see her make them go to church. But here we see homer trying to do that yeah and 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 it's a total role reversal right because marge gets wasted speaking of beer but she was drinking punch ah punch (laughs) y'all let me tell you about cause and solution of all of life's problems (laughs) oh i see there you go so she knows some stuff right (laughs) so she's learning i'm learning um uh i love i love punch and if you know anything about punch and you might not uh i work and live in the 18th century, basically. And so I've made punches over the years, like 18th century style punches. That's just strong. And you drink a, you drink a cup of that and you are going to, you are going to feel it. And she is just guzzling it down. She clearly drinks. So much. So it like turns into a musical at one point. That's right. Which is never explained. Like I, you expect that like, it's going to cut to a scene where she's making a fool of herself or something yeah but they're they're like singing and she's dancing around in the middle of all these people singing it's like a greek chorus and yeah. she's like the star and it, it is i guess it is sort of explaining that she sort of falls on homer's arms as he's trying to get her over yeah to the oh and then you hear about the sack race uh, yeah uh the father-son sack race which is funny because mr burns is racing on his own I- <laughs> Well, and I, I also had an observation about that scene too, because um, Homer mentioned something about letting his boss win, and I'm like, "Oh, Homer's who's Homer's boss?" And it's Mr. Burns is who he's talking about. Yeah, and I'm like, surely there is middle management at the Springfield somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Well, remember, uh, Homer was fired by his boss. <laughs> That's true. Sherry and Terry's father. That is true. Okay, maybe this was a shift in his reporting chain to. Well, Mr. Burns as, as the safety inspector now, he no longer, I suppose, has a direct report except for Mr. Burns. <laughs> I saw I saw a meme, I guess you could call it, in Rancho Relaxo, the Facebook group, uh-huh. uh, this week. Which which we both recommend. We do. It's a good. It's a good. I don't understand it always. As long as you're cool, Rancho Relaxo is a good place to go. Also, Caitlin doesn't know what Rancho Relaxo means. I don't know what Rancho. <laughs> So it means I just know it's a Facebook group. Anyways, I saw a meme in that group that said it was a fan theory that the reason Mr. Burns hired Homer back mm-hmm. as a safety inspector was so that he would not report what's going on at the power plant to other people. Entirely possible. To like the authorities. Which will come to bite them in the butt based off of the uh, episode where the uh, excuse me, the episode from which I drew the meme that I posted on our Instagram. When you, you bought the Cleveland Browns? Out. That's right. Okay. Uh, because when the Germans buy the plant later on, that's a big problem. However, gotcha. however, that's several seasons I've, see, I've seen that episode, but I don't remember it at all. <laughs> we, come, we come from the land of chocolates. So, before we get too far, I want to I point out something. That when the Simpsons family is watch, walking towards... I think it's walking towards Burns Manor uh, earlier. Something that has come to light thanks to memes and meme culture in recent years happens. And you didn't write this down. I'm sure you didn't. Bart gets attacked by a Canadian goose. <laughs> I did not see that. He gets attacked by a Canadian goose. Those little turds. 
and we y'all we we like we live in Virginia, so like they make their flight pattern here, and they're so territorial. They hit Fabio in the face on roller coasters. That's right. It was a Canadian goose yes, that it did was. that. In 1999, Fabio rode a roller coaster here at Bush Gardens uh, called Apollo's Chariot. It was like the inaugural run, and. As he was riding, homeboy it. got smacked right in the face. It <laughs> Just, was like, yeah, it was like opening day because it was like a huge publicity thing, and and he got hit by goose. That's right. As a matter of fact, Caitlin in my <laughs> Halloween costume this year was <laughs> was Fabio and the goose. I was the goose. Robert was Fabio. <laughs> so uh, we'll post that on the Instagram you for go. you to enjoy. <laughs> Now, anyways, that, that, that I just wanted to point that out. That has nothing to do with uh, the episode, but we're mo- we're moving on. Uh, anyways, Marge is drunk. The kids are acting up. Homer is embarrassed, which is very Marge of him. And as, and meanwhile, they're surrounded by like the model families, right? Yeah, the, everybody's so perfect around, or what they perceive to be perfect. And in a very Simpsons way, all of those families look like them in general ways right right like one of the mothers has blue hair right the kids are boy girl we especially see that later at the doctor's office Mm -hmm. but uh yeah they're like yeah they're all the same but but the other kids are acting great and as you know as as they leave like the family before him like the son gives the father a kiss homer tries to pander to mr burns by bribing Bart to do it. Which is hilarious because he also, like, that's like a point in um, Bart the Genius. Yeah, that, that he kisses Homer him. gives Bart a kiss. And Bart says, you kissed me. Yeah, and so now it's like kind of the opposite in the sense that, like, he has to pay him $5 for Bart to give him a kiss. Which is, you know. Listen, I'd take $5 money. to give somebody a kiss right now. Oh, really? Did I just prostitute myself on this podcast? <laughs> Send us an email at escalatorsnowherepod at gmail.com. I have $4. Uh, <laughs> that's a beer fest joke for those of you who are listening. <laughs> so we, uh, we, we're, uh, we're outside of Mr. Burns Manor. We're heading home. And I pointed, I pointed out to myself in my notes here that as one of these angelic families is getting into their cars and they all literally look like angels, halos over their head, yes. etc., Homer turns to look at his car full of his family, and they all look really terrifying. terrifying. Yes, yes. They, 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 they were extremely terrifying. I mean, they're stylized to be like demons, but like, ooh, yeah, no, I agree. I I do have another note, though. Okay. And I, I said, I like Mr. Burns' style, because he's addressing the company picnic, and he's like, okay, everybody get off my property. <laughs> <laughs> he's so, like he's like if you don't i'll release the hounds <laughs> so we we bought this house from a nice man uh and his and his wife and uh they gave us a really great deal on it and when and when we moved in uh the day that we moved in we discovered they had left us a sign that says come in and stay a while i had to alter it caitlin did it <laughs> did in fact alter it and over the stay a while she wrote it to where it looks like it says come in and leave Levi by nine, nine. <laughs> <laughs> which i thought was very very funny it and did not work well during our housewarming but that's okay no it it, it 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 well it didn't it just plain didn't no it but didn't 
uh, people did at least notice it and laugh at the joke. They did. <laughs> so, as they walked out the door at 10 o'clock. 10.45. Yeah. Really <laughs> tired. Come on. Please leave. Anyways. So, uh, I, I will note on, uh, so we, we decided we would make cultural notes on this. Uh, I did note that Bart says something that I think is highly cultural of him in that it affected my youth culture. Don't have a cow. Did he say that? He does at some point. I wrote it down. Oh, I didn't notice that. No, I was talking about when he uh, when he offers the prayer and he says, rub-a-dub-dub, thanks uh, for the grub. So, yeah. So, you're, uh, so, basically, the family gets back home. Homer walks in and all the kids and Marge are shoveling food into their mouths in front of the TV. He's like, no, we're going to be a nice, normal family. We're going to eat in the dining room. This is where I wrote down the note about Homer being the Marge. This is a yeah. very Marge thing right. to do. Yeah. So he, um, when he does that, that's when he just, he insists that they say grace. And that's when Bart does his rub a dub dub. Rub it up, dub. Thanks for the grub. Amen. Mm-hmm. And Homer is complaining about their family being crappy, right? Mm-hmm. And Lisa says, Lisa being a Simpson, as we have noted in previous episodes, says all families are like this. And this, again, is striking the theme of the Simpsons, I think. That all families are like this. All families eat in front of the TV. Right. All families shove food in their face. All families bypass the... It's very it's very funny because, like, in a reflection today, right, like, social media is a very curated view of family. Yeah. Therefore, everybody's on their best behavior at the picnic, but behind closed doors, you don't know what's going on. Yeah. And, and you know, the Instagram... Uh, image right right is often just bull well to the point of where they're so interested in what other families do they go spy around the neighborhood on other families Mm -hmm. and let me tell you something that first like lead up scene where you don't know who they're looking in on yeah i ten thousand percent thought it was going to be flanders and it's not it's some rando yeah yeah in later episodes or later writing schemes i think it probably would have been the flanders right but and and they do look in on the Flanders and see them being perfect uh, from time to time. Not not in this episode. Oh, I was like, but, no, they don't. But not in not in this episode. Yeah, yeah right. you're absolutely right. Yeah. So that's something I definitely noticed and was surprised by. The Simpsons eventually come back up to their own house. Bart mm-hmm. uh, points out that it's a dump. We don't know it's their house until they pan out after that. Well, and Homer's like, I'm walking on some chump's flower bed, that's ruining his flowers. Right. And then Martin's like, this is our house. Let me tell you something. Homer did not plant those flowers because you will know those right. are your flowers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But uh, anyway, Homer is depressed. He's hanging out outside the house. Uh, the family goes inside and he does what Homer does when he's sad about things. He goes to Moe's. Mm-hmm. And we are introduced to two characters in Moe's that are important. Eddie and Lou. Eddie and Lou. You wrote Although them down. Eddie is, I think Eddie is the only one that's named. That is, yeah. I, I wasn't sure because I was writing when it happened. Ralph's but. real father. <laughs> <laughs> fan theory, fan theory, fan theory. <laughs> that's not canon. <laughs> so we see uh, we see Eddie and Lou. And, and surprisingly, uh, if I remember correctly, Eddie's voice sounds like Eddie's voice. Could not tell you. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you know like he's supposed to be Ralph's father, but you don't know his voice. 
It's the hair. <laughs> it's, it's meme culture, isn't it? It is meme culture. Yeah. That's very visual, and I don't hear his voice. So that's, you know, that's really what we see. But uh, while Homer's in the bar, he sees the uh, commercial after he gets into a fight with Barney. Yes. Which is also, I think, really uncharacteristic of Barney. Yeah, but like Barney's kind of there as a as a misguided support system, right? He's yeah. like trying to make Homer feel better, but then he's like, yeah, you got these crummy kids. And Homer's like really offended by that. He is. Although I like, I, th- I feel like in other episodes, he would agree with Barney that his kids and, are yeah, crummy. In another situation, right. he 100% would have. Yeah. Homer is sort of like our relationship and Cleveland's relationship with the Browns. Yep. It depends on who says they suck <laughs> as to whether or not you fight them or buy them a beer. <laughs> Robert's saying that because we just came back from Cleveland uh, after attending a Browns game. We did. And if you're fans on our Instagram, you would have seen a picture of us there. Yes. And I still have the wiener he drew on my arm with the temperature, temporary <laughs> tattoo marker. <laughs> That's not going on Instagram. Oh, okay. I'm not going to. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, maybe I will. I scrubbed it. I scrubbed it off. Mostly. <laughs> mostly. Anyway. So, uh, we see Eddie and Lou, and uh, Homer sees the commercial for Dr. Marvin Monroe, who is a significant character for The Simpsons, only in that he's significant very early on and eventually will be gone. He's voiced by... Harry Shearer. That's right. And uh, the reason he disappears later on is because... Do you know why? Yeah, his the way he was speaking hurt Harry Shearer's voice. Yeah. So they, didn't they kill him off. Yes, Am he, I right? yes, okay. he dies. Yeah, yeah. he dies. Um, Which will eventually be mentioned in the 137th, I think it's the 137th episode spectacular. Okay, so uh, <laughs> stay tuned for 133 more episodes and maybe we'll talk about it. If you make it to 137 episodes, we applaud you. <laughs> <laughs> if we make it to 137 episodes... We applaud ourselves. You know how much money we spend on this equipment? I know. We're, we got to no, do it. Right. We got to do there. it. Um, we got to get at least the episodes that we love and know. Right. <laughs> so, am I misremembering? Maybe not. Never mind. I thought it was when Homer got back from Moe's that the kids and Marge were shoving food into their mouths. Oh, no. That was before. Okay. Yeah. It was before because that was the whole like... Well, my next note is Itchy and Scratchy, which I assumed that they were watching while they were shoving food into yeah, their Yeah, they were. So it, that is an important uh, note to make is that they were watching Itchy and Scratchy. It was an Itchy and Scratchy cartoon. I I wrote, I wrote looked down at my notes to write it down. Uh, so I didn't see which one it was. But he, uh, it, Itchy is getting his face stuffed with a bomb. through a mouse hole, right? With a bomb? With a bomb. I don't know which one's itchy and which one's scratchy. Itchy is the yes. mouse. Yeah. Scratchy is the cat. Yeah. Scratchy okay, is the cat. Scratchy yeah. is getting his face stuffed with a bomb. So here's like here's the thing. When I was a kid, I did not realize that Itchy and Scratchy was supposed to be a parody of the cartoons that I was watching as a kid. Tom and Jerry, right? Tom and Jerry, and then just basically like cartoon violence in general. Okay. So I think I think Looney Tunes also Bugs Bunny, which we're gonna go see. <laughs> With we the symphony before, <laughs> uh, all of that is just a parody of what happens with cartoon violence, and that's why the kids laugh so hard every time something really horrific happens to the to the characters. Uh, I didn't really get that until shoot. I mean, I was up here in Virginia, so like 
you know, I was out within of the past 14 years. Yeah. With, yeah. Within, <laughs> within the past decade and a half. Okay. Uh, which I think is, I think is just, you know, is, it shows perspective, you know, as somebody who's watching this cartoon, uh, right. As, as a kid who was watching that, I thought I was supposed to think that was funny because that's what was presented to me. Right. Although as you well know, I tend to take whatever a creative entity, movie, TV, whatever presents to me as canon until they say it otherwise. Right. Caitlin's very good at pointing out, oh, this is the twist. Oh, this is what's going to happen. This is the murderer. (laughs) You know? And I'm always like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. The butler is a very nice guy. (laughs) Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm I'm too skeptical to allow that to happen. Um, I was going to say something else. Oh, yeah, because then this is where we, where a Homer goes, Homer comes back mm-hmm. and he's like, hey, we're going to go to this doctor. Yeah, we're going to therapy. Because he sees the, the commercial at the bar. Yeah. And we're going to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. And it's going to cost $250. Y'all, we got a bill from the county today for $300. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't the county. No, it, it was, was our, our HOA. HOA. <laughs> yeah. God damn. For three hundred for three hundred dollars. So at this, least we get a pool out of it. That's true. We do get used. We a pool. sound very classy. We're not. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um so anyways, you know, it's it's funny, like I almost pulled out my calculator just like I did with Squid Game to try and calculate <laughs> out exactly how much money this is supposed to be. In today's dollars? Yeah. Yeah. But uh anyways, to go that's to see Doctor Marvin Monroe, it is accepted by the uh by the presentation of the program, the show, that this is a lot of money. It's more money than they have. They gather up all their money. They break it. They the break the piggy, piggy bank for the second Again, time. Yes. yes. You noticed. Okay. <laughs> I did. So they break up the piggy banks. They dive into the quote unquote college fund and they end up with $88. So, and I don't some remember. Odd. Yeah. And then, and then their solution to make up the difference is to pawn the TV mm-hmm. with its bent ass antennas. That's right. But I guess apparently they're going to get 250 bucks or so, or at least like $180 out of this TV. Yeah. Well, and, and that was something too that mm. I made note. Well, I like mentally made a note of because when Homer's at Moe's, there's a boxing match on the TV uh-huh. and it's like, like when you were in high school and the big old like uh, tube TV was like bolted to the oh, ceiling, yeah. and it made me wonder what did beat ups look like in the nineties? Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes. <laughs> did beat ups exist no in the nineties? I, I have no idea. Oh, I mean, it existed. Yeah. Cause okay. It, well, at least at some point in the nineties, I'm sure. Yeah. So, anyways, like if you've never been to a Buffalo Wild Wings, it's like. Yeah, it was founded in 1982. It's a sports bar. Yeah. I With mean, a bunch of TVs around. Yeah, yeah. but like it's now it's like literally wall-to-wall TVs with like projection, but also like flat screens and whatnot. So I can only imagine what it looked like with these huge cathode TVs. Like, Y'all, we live in the future. It's crazy. <laughs> I remember the first time I talked to somebody over FaceTime and I literally said the words, the future is here. What a time to be alive. I, <laughs> so... Every so often I will say those words and genuinely mean it. I did not know that that was a Simpsons quote until a couple weeks ago. What a time to be alive. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> Somebody we have not met yet. So we, we, we eventually get to the therapy session. They pay the money for the therapy session. It obviously, <clears throat> as you might expect, 
is not going great. Uh, Can we talk about what good artists they are? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. So just like Bard can draw Skinner's face in, spray in paint 2D. On the wall? Uh, yes. Miss Bellweener? Bart, Lisa, and Marge, all three, a reasonable representation of, of Homer. Homer. Yeah. Of course, Homer... <laughs> Homer draws an I, airplane. <laughs> I don't know if you uh, realize or not, but Homer was w- singing to himself while he was uh, drawing it, and he was actually drawing the uh, the Army Air Corps slash Air Force oh, song. Off I, we go into the wild blue yeah, I did yonder. not pick up on that. So, uh, that is he, a song I know well, but I did not pick up on that. He, uh, Where do you know that song from? I used to sing that when I was swinging in the swing. What? What? <laughs> when I was a kid. Yeah. At my grandma's house, I had a swing set. And next door to my grandma lived my grandma's cousin. Uh-huh. Jeannie. It, it should I guess it should be noted that Caitlin grew up very close to NASA and Langley NASA Air Force Langley, Base. Yes, I did. Um and <laughs> I would swing in the swing and my, my, I guess she's my like first cousin twice removed or something. Her husband. We'll investigate what that means in a bonus episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not writing that idea down. <laughs> Anyways, um, she was my grandma's first cousin. So whatever that means, you uh-huh. genealogists, look it up. Uh, her don't make a comment on the her post. husband. Her <laughs> husband was like my bud. So like we'd like run around and 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 by that I mean he was like in his at least fifties. Uh-huh. Uh, and he would push, he would push me on the swing set. And while we were doing that, we would sing songs and he was in the air force for a very long time. Uh-huh. And so that was one of the songs we sang Wow! and we would see the planes taking off from Langley. And like, I have a vivid memory of as a child, a helicopter flying over and being able to wave at the people in the helicopter and them waving back to me. Wow. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when I was standing back in your parents' backyard, a while back and there was some air training going on and the fighter jets were doing some wild shit in the air. And I called my father. I was like, yo. (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, yes, I am familiar with that, but I was not, I was, I must've been writing something down or something, but I didn't, I did not pick up on the fact that that, that is what Homer was singing. You want to know something? I actually don't know the tune to that song. I only know the baritone part. (laughs) Of course you do. (laughs) Off we go into the wild blue yonder, climbing high into the sun. I mean, you got the, the tempo sun. right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we are. So they go to the they go to the the session. It's fruitless. They draw a picture. The mo- yes, they draw a picture. Then they beat each other with bats. With, with what are supposed to be foam bats, right. and Bart discovers that the interior of the bat, I guess, is hard metal. Yeah. Because he whacks Doctor Monroe. <laughs> on the knee and it goes bing yeah that's that's messed up um uh, and it, then and then we go you know the the logical progression when you go to therapy drawing pictures physical violence electroshock yeah so like i here, here's where i take issue not only with the synopsis from the simpsons wiki which is very short but also with their verbiage uh, Homer takes his family to Dr. Marvin, Mar- Dr. Marvin Monroe, an unorthodox counselor who uses shock therapy to cure them, blah, blah, blah. Not blah, blah, blah. That's the whole thing. Um, but he says unorthodox. That's not true. Like, Dr. Marvin Monroe tries regular therapy, and then he tries in... 
I know you're I know you're gritting at this. Yeah. But what I mean is to say, like, he's not doing anything that's really all that way out of the norm here until you well, get, and then you take like the left turn into electric shock, which is like yes. last resort kind this, of stuff. Yeah, this is what yeah. I mean. Okay. Is is that is like he's he's the the point of him, even if he's not actually behaving like a doctor uh in uh, throughout this, is that is that he's trying what we as viewers of The Simpsons would perceive to be normal methods of communication therapy. Yeah, kind of. And I mean, they, then they get into the beating each other with the bats, which is right. more of a Dave and Buster's. <laughs> like American Gladiators. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I only say Dave and Buster because they used to have a little anxiety brick that they would sell. And it was just a foam brick and you could throw the brick. <laughs> We discussed this this weekend, Robert, and I have never been to Dave and Buster's. Well, that's right. I forgot we got to go to Dave and Buster's. We'll do a bonus episode <laughs> about taking <laughs> Caitlin to Dave and Buster's. Stay tuned. <laughs> You'll love it. And um, anyways, so eventually we get to the unorthodox part of it, which is where even... And the thing is, like, Dr. Monroe says, we need more extreme or more unorthodox or right. whatever, whatever uh, phrasing he uses there. And they all get put into a shock cap which looks an awful lot like a an electric, electric chair yeah and they all have buttons in front of them oh which my god shock the person this, this was very funny to me <laughs> <laughs> go on I just, so, so they're sitting there and they're talking about how the buttons are hooked to each member of the family and whatnot and of course they cannot control themselves uh yeah and so like Bart starts it, right? And he's like pushing the buttons and he's shocking everybody. My finger slipped. Yeah, my finger slipped. Lisa's finger slipped. So did mine, yeah. And then, and then like eventually like you're seeing all of them like kind of like buzzing and it it pans in on Maggie who's just pushing buttons. And who is the guilty party? <laughs> Maggie. Who's always the guilty party? Maggie. It's Maggie. Yeah, it was very funny. Yeah. <laughs> this becomes extremely important. I think at the end of... Season seven oh. at the beginning of season eight. Okay. Oh, you know. You know. You've seen those episodes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but we won't get into that right now. So, anyways, my only real issue with this episode. Oh, wait. I have a question before but to you. So, you know Sherry Bobbins. Yes. Uh, she is the Mary Poppins equivalent. Yes. She will show up in a later episode. Yes. I do know I have her. a question for you. What about her? Is Dr. Monroe the early series Sherry Bobbins? So, Sherry Bobbins shows up just like Mary Poppins, right? Right. Follows and, tri- that line, and tries to fix this family. Tries to fix the family. And then she gives up. Yeah. And can't do it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, is, is, is this an early Sherry Bobbins here? Yeah, I think so. But it also is like a major theme of the show. Mm-hmm. Despite like, is it Homer? Or is it Marge that wants to quote unquote fix the family? You know, that doesn't matter. Yeah. They hire Dr. Monroe. They hire Sherry Bobbins. Yeah. It's kind of like the same band aid. Flanders eventually will try to fix the family. Sure. Uh, everybody will try to right. fix the family. Right. So, um, one thing I, I forgot to mention that as they're pushing all these buttons and then the whole family gets in on it, yeah. they cause a brownout in Springfield. 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Which, and then, like, they, 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 it cuts to Mr. Burns, and Smithers is like, I don't know if this grid is going to hold. And Mr. Burns is like, excellent. Yeah. Uh, he didn't say it. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that's his... That's yeah, essentially... he, he says someone's really using all the juice or something right. along those lines. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, oh, good. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that was that was very funny. So uh, whether or not Dr. Monroe is an early Sherry Bobbins is really irrelevant to the question, not the question, but the statement I'm about to make here is that we get what is apparently the hallmark of the first season so far as we know it, four episodes in, in that we just hit this abrupt ending yeah that's the end yeah because like i i think i literally said oh wow because like, yeah. i was like that's it so um the family is electrocuting each other they stop eventually and they're all smoking <laughs> like yes. they're not smoking cigarettes they're like literally smoking their bodies are smoking their bodies are smoking <laughs> they are smoking from their persons and dr monroe is like i can't do this you get your money back it's double your money back, right? That's right. Homer demands it. Yeah. Right. Homer demands double your money back. So eventually they leave the doctor's office with $500. Which is enough for them to get... A new TV. Hooray! <laughs> and, I, and I wrote down, I said, this does not heal the family, but it's buttoned up for now. That's right. And This it, is why we have 32 more seasons at least. And brings us right back into... Maybe the most important uh, question, as far as The Simpsons is concerned, the status quo. Right. right? At the end of the episode, everything is back to the way that it always was. And they're going to go home, and they're going to watch their new TV, and it's going to be fine. And happy little elves, or itchy and scratchy, scratchy or whatever. Right. So I'm going to make this statement, uh, and I'll see if you agree with it or not. Okay. Based off of the four episodes we've seen so far. Okay. This is the best episode. I agree. Okay. I agree. You want to expand on that a little bit or? Um, I'm putting you on the spot. Sorry. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I, I feel like this is kind of hitting that stride, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of, yes, it is tied up very neatly at the end, but you're hitting that like, it's not like A plot and B plot at all, but it's like, you have your exposition, mm-hmm. you have your, you have, you have very clear acts. Yeah. And I think that that is something that's important as it's we go along. Something that we get in this one, I didn't write them down, so I'm sorry for this, for those of you who are listening, but, uh, I had some very clear laugh out loud yes. moments in this yes. episode that you don't really get in the first three episodes. Agree. You got maybe one or two in Simpsons Roasting, not in the next two. Homer's Odyssey was downright depressing. <laughs> it was very depressing. Like, I don't know if that's because I'm someone in my mid to late 30s, but that yeah. was depressing. Yeah. This was like, I can identify with this. Yeah. Now, am I going to take my family to electroshock therapy? Mm, probably not. No. But I identify with the fact that I... What do we say to each other all the time? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> we say it in a joking way, but it's like, please act normal. Don't embarrass me. <laughs> oh, yes. And I feel like this is something that like <laughs> resonates with the all American family, right? Yeah. This yeah. is one of our favorite memes. Uh, we'll maybe, post it on Instagram. We will post it on the we Instagram. We will not do a bonus episode about it. <laughs> <laughs> please act normal. Do not embarrass me. Uh, and, and obviously, you, that person is going to embarrass exactly. you. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So I feel like that that is a, like a very, very 
I don't want to say common theme, but I feel like that is a theme that will resonate with people who are watching this of show. Of course it is. I mean, it's for, yeah, I think that is for everybody. Yeah. Like people Whereas, in like, their family embarrass you. Do you remember when we went to Target? Yeah. That one time very early in our relationship. Yes, I do. And Me Caitlin too. and I. <laughs> I'm going to tell you two stories. Oh boy. Here I don't we go. think this happened at the same time. But one time we went to Target and uh, we needed toilet paper. <laughs> And Caitlin was standing down on the far corner end of the Target, and the toilet paper was sort of like several aisles the other direction. And I but walked, he could see me. You, I could see yeah. her, and I walked around the corner with the toilet paper and held it way up. In the this was like a package of twelve. I guess I don't think we were even like Facebook official at this point. Oh really? Carry on. And I I saw her and I shouted, "Hey, hey! <laughs> I got the shit tickets." <laughs> And then there was what I thought was an even better move. The time that I saw that she got stopped by our friends, Kate and Drew. Oh, oh my God. I forgot about this. I didn't forget about it. I did not know this is where you were going. And uh, she was standing there talking to them. By the way, Kate uh, was Caitlin's maid of honor. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like, we They're know these people. They're very good friends of ours. And uh, as they I were had, standing there. I had there, the cart. Uh, Caitlin was, yes, Caitlin was standing there with the buggy. And I walked up with two armfuls <laughs> of Magnum condoms and dropped them into the cart and go, oh, hey, I didn't see y'all here. That was not all you had. What else did I have? A big bottle of lube. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. Of course. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that's what, that's what I'm talking about when I say, please don't embarrass me. <laughs> I, was, I was Homer in that moment. No can do. <laughs> not gonna do it <laughs> well look uh oh we ought to wrap up we're oh lord we had almost an hour oh my um it's almost bedtime this was a it is it's 8 45 y'all we're getting close to our bedtime <laughs> <laughs> uh i i think that this was the best episode so far i, I really enjoyed watching it i i'm glad that we have eddie and lou and we have a pseudo Carl with us. Mm. Not really. His voice is here, though. Um, and overall, I think that uh, I think that this episode provides us a solid step towards what become the Simpsons characters that we know and love. I want to go ahead and say this officially now, so it'll make me do it. Uh, Caitlin and I have settled on a time to drop our podcast. So yeah. we are going to drop the podcast once a week at. 7.42 a.m. A.m. Wednesday morning. Uh, I'm sure you can guess why we're dropping them at 7.42. And also, uh, we are going to start dropping bonus podcasts at some point, And they'll be probably... Those will be more sporadic. Yeah. But the, the, the main episode... Ep- well, the main episode episodes... <laughs> the actual podcast itself <laughs> yeah, will be Yeah, will be, be on Wednesdays. Uh, and so you can expect that. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't. Uh, oh, I guess I should say this first. If you've made it this far, I applaud you. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We hope that you have enjoyed listening to us. If you'd like a little bit more, you can join us on our Instagram at Escalator to Nowhere Pod. You can also drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you at Escalator to Nowhere Pod at gmail.com. 
com. And next week we will be covering Bart the General. Bart the General. Get your water balloons ready, everybody. Until then, I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. I am a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I'm learning. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> and we will look forward to seeing you next time. So until then, smell you later. Bye.